Kenny for your thoughts. Welcome to episode 22 of the Kenny for your thoughts podcast. The podcast where right before going on air, Brandon told me that I need to find him an assistant for this podcast. Brandon. I mean, it's crazy. They're like, hey, you got to pull up these Instagram things. You got to look at these questions. Look, 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 let's let's spoil it right now. There's a lot of paperwork. (laughs) So I'm like, I need somebody. Let's let's spoil this right now. We're going to have a segment later on, basically a wrestling trivia segment. The second annual, I shouldn't say annual because it hasn't been a year, but the second K-Favorite with Kenny, where you try to stump me with some wrestling trivia. I told Brandon before we went on air, hey, pull this up so that you can see the questions. I haven't seen them. I'm a man of my word. I haven't seen the post. I don't know how many questions we even have. So I told him to pull it up and he's, I literally had to sit here for 20 minutes and watch him try to pull this up. And he's like, man, uh, I need an assistant for this thing. Look, we're not too picky. I'm not picky at all, to be honest, but uh, just throwing it out there. There's anybody that would like to become my assistant or an assistant to a Kenny for your thoughts podcast. I need somebody to help organize. some of these emails, these questions, I just need a printout, you know? So they can yeah, look just, at. just follow our email. Uh, it's actually on our <laughs> Instagram if you want to go ahead and apply to be Brandon's assistant. Because apparently, I didn't know we need an assistant. Brandon, you are the co-host. You're supposed to do the things the host doesn't do. But apparently, you need someone to be your co-co-host. I mean, this is a big league podcast. I mean, we got to do a lot of prep work. No, no, no. You're pissing me off. You've already just horribly pissed me off. Here's what we're going to do. Do you got something next to you? Because I want you to chug it right now. We're going to do some Badlands chugs. Oh, I can't even hear your thought style. Yes. Well, you got some water or something? Chug it, Brandon. Damn it. If you're not watching on the video version right now, you're missing out. Please subscribe to our YouTube, youtube.com slash Kenny for your thoughts, so you can watch Brandon chug this water. Go ahead, Brandon. This is not going to go well. Oh man. Here we go. He's gonna puke. He's gonna puke. He's gonna puke. <laughs> he's he's gonna he's gonna All right, Brad. Now I just feel bad for you. Now now mm. I just feel bad for you, so you can you can stop. Mm-hmm. Mm. Oh wow. <laughs> He doesn't want to stop. Guys, you're missing out on something amazing right here. Brandon's chugging. <laughs> okay, that hurts. That hurts. That hurts so much. How much did you just chug? <laughs> oh, man. Oh, that's not good. I, tried, I can't get it all down. So there's something down left. Oh, wow, man. you actually chug like three fourths of that bottle. <laughs> I got a newfound respect for uh, for that man. <laughs> Speaking guy. of which, I, we recorded you drinking half a liter, I think, or one liter, I should say, of uh, soda the other day, and my phone storage apparently was full and completely cut it off. Sabotage! Damn it! It's an act of sabotage. <laughs> now nobody will believe me. 
Brandon, this is why at the end of his videos, he does like a big burp so that he doesn't sound like this, like you sound. So go ahead, Brandon. One big belch. <laughs> oh, man. I'm sorry. I'm sorry, guys. That was disgusting. But we had to do it for the, uh, for the podcast. Speaking of the exact opposite of disgusting, guys, uh, I did, while Brandon's trying to put himself back together, I did want to give a shout out because I am drinking some Ethos coffee right now, but actually, I'm not drinking Ethos coffee. I'm drinking one of their delicious, delicious tea blends. Uh, this one's actually spicy chai, and the reason I'm drinking it is because it's almost midnight, so coffee was not a good idea. But go on their website. You can try the spicy chai black tea blend uh, using code Don't Sleep for 10% off of your order, and that's in addition to free shipping on orders over $35. So this has cinnamon orange pico black tea orange peel and a little bit of brandon spice i might have to go urinate in a second I, yeah i figured as much why don't you go now buddy i'm gonna try to power through <laughs> see how this goes well brandon's still trying to recover guys i did want to remind you all to please check us out on spotify google play music itunes so that was apple podcast and please go subscribe to our YouTube, uh, youtube.com slash a Kenny for your thoughts for the much anticipated video version of our podcast. So whatever you like to stream your podcast on, whether audio or video, we're on there. Go check us out. At this point, we're making waves in the in the wrestling world. So definitely want to check us out while we're on the come up, guys. Didn't right, we get, yeah, didn't we get like retweeted or like uh, a little shout out from from iron cheek or something <laughs> so yeah we we posted a story it was, i mean it was it was something so simple but yeah the the iron cheek retweeted us which was um not retweeted i should say he oh. reposted us on instagram but it was a tweet that he sent out because uh -huh. becky lynch had said what happened to her was utter bullshit which we won't spoil yet she said it was utter bullshit and then the iron cheek was like now you sound like the man bah. <laughs> So posted that um, exchange and he reposted it, which was cool. Like I can die happy now. I don't need to do a podcast anymore because the freaking iron sheik saw something we did. Damn right. We humbled him. Humbled him hard. I'm humbled. I'm humble and uh, have a good day. But if we can get the iron sheik on this podcast, I don't need to invite anybody else. <laughs> he can camel clutch me any day. So speaking of which, <laughs> Let, let's let's talk about the man. Let's talk about the man because I think this is the biggest storyline coming out of this week was what happens with Becky Lynch at WrestleMania. All right? So we have a situation where uh, Becky Lynch... Get in a jazz. Oh, man. Too much water. Dude, I was trying to pay the stop. <laughs> I thought I could do it. <laughs> I'm paying the price. All right. So Brandon's still still holding his stomach and about to die over there. But let's get right into the show. Let's get into the man. Since we are talking about the man, Becky Lynch. Um, really, really good stuff here. At least I thought so. Um, I mean, we have a situation where Lynch doesn't want to go to the doctors regarding that knee injury. And uh, again, she's on Raw. Um, interrupting, making her way down to the ring and, and saying that doctors have cleared her. This is to Stephanie and Triple H have cleared her uh, for competition and she can compete against Ronda Rousey. Anyway, we skip ahead and they're saying, no, you have to apologize to us or we won't let you in the match. 
So the whole show <laughs> revolved around Becky Lynch kind of having a talk with herself and saying, do I want to do this, guys? Like, do I want to sell out, you know, and apologize? And we have both sides of the coin, people interrupting her, Finn Balor, Alexa Bliss. Ultimately, she does apologize, guys. But, like, you know, kind of like, yeah, I'm sorry, I guess. If that's what it takes, you're going to give me my match back? So, Brendan, you want to say what happens next? Yeah, so <laughs> she apologizes. And uh, she's like, all right, so like, is, is that it? Because she, you know, she's waiting for the the catch. And uh, Steph and Triple H are like, yeah, no, you're, you're good. You know, you're, you're going to have this match. Right, no catch. Everybody's seemingly happening, happy. And then out comes the man, Vinny Mac. Vince McMahon. That's right, man. <laughs> and Vince is like, wait a minute. <laughs> this is my show, goddammit. I'm going to put who I want to put in this match. I don't accept your apology. Pretty much tells you think he, you think you know he says you think you're above the WWE Becky Lynch. No one's above the WWE, and then right. he's basically saying I'm protecting my main event because I don't want someone like you in there. And he brings out Woo Charlotte Man, the Queen <laughs> Charlotte Flair, who comes out to a chorus of booze. And this is arguably the most controversial thing to happen in WWE in quite some time. So how are we feeling about this one, Brandon? I dig it, well, man. Maybe we should maybe we should yeah. point out, you know, in case people didn't see it, that means Becky's out of the match. She's suspended for 60 days right. in the storyline. And Charlotte versus Ronda is the match now. So Becky's not involved in the storyline. Go ahead. Yeah. Yeah. So <laughs> Brandon, Brandon made the worst decision ever to chug that bottle of water. He thought he could power through it, and now <laughs> he's suffering for it. So I apologize, guys. It's all right, guys. I'm gonna make it. I'm gonna make it through this. Pray <laughs> for me. <laughs> but anyhow, yeah, no, uh, I'm I'm pretty hyped about this, man. I think uh, I think this would be good for the match to have somebody like Charlotte as a part of the match. She like knows what she's well, doing. I think I think you're jumping ahead, right? Because I think you were oh, okay. you were assuming that. Becky Lynch is coming back into the match. Oh, right? yeah. It's got to happen. Where we are, right. I mean, I think so. I think we all know that. But where we are on the storyline is Charlotte versus Ronda. And it seems like there is a lot of people on the internet that's taking umbrage with this, that, that are very upset at Charlotte being in this match and are basically saying, uh, WWE, FWWE, this is the worst decision <laughs> they could have made. And what I said to that was... Get worked, Marks. <laughs> what if? <laughs> what if it's not a work? <laughs> Charlotte Flair made a bit. Right. I'd be okay with that. You know. I mean, I Charlotte Flair is still money, and then you can maybe have like uh, Becky come back and like interfere in their match. They're like, God damn it! You took last fault. Who? What? Who is that supposed to be? <laughs> That's supposed to be my Becky Lynch. It wasn't very good. <laughs> Why does she sound like Braveheart? <laughs> you took off freedom. First of all, Becky Lynch is Irish, not Scottish. I, I did a terrible Irish accent. <laughs> <laughs> you, you took my total match. <laughs> like, what? Oh, my God. I, for any Irish listeners out there, I apologize on behalf we of We apologize. Yeah, we are not Irish. <laughs> 
but we wish Brandon's we black eyed. Brandon is a black eyed. Yeah. He told me that in actually good yeah. confidence. Hell yeah. <laughs> Wait, oh, quick question. Is it like cultural appropriation? Like if I were to wear a kilt? No, it's cultural appropriation for Will Smith to be wearing bl- uh, blue face in the Aladdin movie because the blue yeah, man group, look, the blue man group is a sacred group. You think they want to be like that? And yet he's making fun of them. He's putting on blue face. I don't appreciate it. You don't, you don't like uh, the Will Smith Aladdin? Or, I, uh, do. Genie? Just, I do. I'm just being tongue in cheek. <laughs> I actually really do. But a lot of people, uh, a lot of people are up in arms because they're like, that was Robin Williams. And I was like, eh. but all things should, are going to be remade eventually. That's like me being mad at Becky Lynch because she's like Stone Cold. Like, no, only Stone Cold could be a rebel. This is good, man. I, I'm digging. I'm digging what they're doing here. I'd like, I, I'm. A, I gotta assume they're bringing Becky back at some point. Somehow she's gonna weasel her way back into the match. Well, this is perfect because of how the freaking marks are acting. They're all pissed off. They're mad at Charlotte. Perfect. That's what you good, want yeah. in a heel. You want heat. I don't think people realize that's the mark of a good heel is to draw heat, and it makes you want. Becky even more. It want, you want her in that match now. You're pissed off that her opportunity went away. This is the desired reaction. You're playing right into what WWE wants. And so that's why I laugh when people are like, this is stupid. This is this. And it goes back to like Nia Jackson, Baron Corbin. Just because you legitimately hate them doesn't mean that WWE is doing something wrong. In fact, they're doing something correct because I'm sick of heels that aren't actually heels. Baron Corbin. How do you think sexy Baron Corbin's doing right now? Did you just call him sexy Baron Corbin? Hey, what's, yeah, what's wrong with Baron? You had a crush on EC3 last week. Now this week you have a sec, uh, a sex, you hear me? A crush on Baron Corbin. <laughs> Look, I'm bouncing around. I'm all over the roster. <laughs> Speaking of bouncing around and all over the roster. Let's give a shout out to our sponsors at WrestleCrate, guys. Brandon, you're actually wearing one of the WrestleCrate shirts that came in this box right now, aren't you? Oh hell yeah! Bischoff, right there. Let's put Brandon guy. on right now. It's the Eric Bischoff shirt. The following announcement has been paid for. Yeah, I think this is a dope shirt, man. I'm yeah, happy man. With it. Like, yeah, definitely. So, I mean, if you want. To be as happy as Brandon is, please use code SAVEKENNY for your 20% off your first Russell Crate. There it is, guys. All right. I was now, actually really ecstatic to get that. Throw me out. Will they what? Nice. I said, will they throw me out of a lab event if I wear this shirt? Brandon, you're going to need to put that shirt on backwards right now. Oh, dear. They can't see this. This can't be on the front. Like, I don't want to get thrown out of the event if this happens. So good, Brandon. Brandon. Yeah. Brandon's putting his. Brandon's putting his shirt on, but that backwards there because he doesn't want to get thrown out. There, there you go, go, Brandon. I think we're safe now. We will not. We will not allow Eric Bischoff's face on this podcast. He runs his own podcast that is not allowed here. Okay, sir, None you have to take off that shirt. <laughs> really, in the arena. <laughs> so Brandon, speaking of jobbers, so Brock Lesnar guy. <laughs> what? 
No, Brock Lesnar so guy. So Brock Lesnar guy, I awesome. read this. He, throw, he throws out a tweet that says, I'm in a mood to give Triple H credit for this fantastic promo. Credit to Charlotte for sharing his promo and credit to me for giving the credit. Because, you know, credit is hard to come by. Hashtag credit too. Yes. And then Charlotte is now the ultimate babyface, in my opinion. Because remember, I made fun of him for this in his profile the other day. Or uh, like a couple episodes ago. Hold on, don't interrupt. Charlotte I, retweets this and says, "Hey, did you ever find your business, your place in the business, or nah?" <laughs> like this jackass believes his own hype, bro. He believes like he is a wrestling character. What is his 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 handle? I want to follow him on Instagram. Are you really? Are you joking? At no. Brock Lesnar guy. Oh my gosh, it's awesome! Hold on, I gotta find this dude. Brandon, of course, Brandon would like someone like Brock Lesnar guy. Br- Brock Lesnar guy got in the middle like Chris Jericho and somebody, and I couldn't, re- I can't remember, but he was like sitting there, like you remember, he was sitting there like looking at the camera, and he's just, he's just throwing his hands out like people on TV are paying attention to him. Who dude, gives a dude, flying fuck about Brock Lesnar guy? He's pretty big time. He's got a lot of followers. Of course he does, because they recognize him. But not one damn person would pay a ticket to see him. <laughs> He's hanging out with all the cool people. Brock Lesnar <laughs> guy. I just gave you a follow. Wow. You got a big league on a kitty for your thoughts. So let me get this straight. Right? You didn't even know we had social media for like the first two months, but it takes you two seconds to follow Brock Lesnar guy. That's right. Look at the stud, everybody. <laughs> That's what I was saying, Brock Lesnar guy. You want to take it to the next yeah. level? He probably had like 10 of those shirts printed and he cut the sleeves off one. Oh man, he's hanging out with Carmella. Look at this guy. This guy is the <sighs> business, all right? Reckless the guy is. Let's the go on to some positive Instagram notes or positive social media notes, I should say. So there was a pretty cool interaction uh, involving Chris Jericho where somebody's uh, wife had tweeted out that her husband was fanboying because Chris Jericho was right next to them in the airport eating at the same restaurant. Chris Jericho (laughs) being that he was right next to them. And I guess I look at it from a wrestler point of view. I think he was appreciative that they didn't bother him. Uh, He literally retweets it and says, Hey, come say hi. And so the next thing, yeah, the next thing that happens is a picture on the wife's Instagram of Chris Jericho and the husband. And so it's like, that's a cool story, man. Like, that's a wrestler using social media correctly. You know what I mean? Like, it just paints him in a good light and made the fans day. How awesome is that? That's pretty freaking awesome, man. You know, one time uh, Jericho was at the at the store, and uh, I got him a I got him some assistance. It was cool. He was like, hey, can I get over with this? And I was like, yeah, I got you. Hold on, man. I went, was he in character? Cool. He's like, he's like, can you help me, you stupid idiot? <laughs> no, he wasn't in character. He's was just he's just hanging out and doing this thing. And then what did you do? Did you like, uh, yeah, uh, I'll get that for you, Mr. Uh Jericho, uh, because I know who you are. Um I uh, you're, you're pretty boy cool. Out. You're pretty cool. Hold on. Uh let me do your pose. Uh yeah. Uh I wanted to fanboy out, but I, I controlled myself. I was like, you right. know what? Yeah. He's just doing his thing. I'm really happy you brought a change of pants that day. Yeah. Right. 
So right. speaking of change of pants, uh, what do you? <laughs> This, this transition is not going to make any, any sense whatsoever. Let's go with it, man. Let's go. <laughs> Tie it together. Bring it all together. You got it. So speaking of change of pants, how do we feel about Dean Ambrose changing the script uh, on Monday Night Raw? Did you know that he was supposed to come out and say a whole bunch of stuff before he said his Slay the Beast line? No. Wait. So, yeah. What's what what that all about? Yeah, so, so yeah. Apparently, he just came out and looked Seth Rollins up and down and just went, Slay the Beast. But he was supposed to talk about their history and like what's going on, and then finally like shake his hand and say "Slay the Beast." Ah, <laughs> yeah, apparently he just skipped right ahead. Like you know what, you know, Ambrose is a professional. He's like you know, there's there's not a lot of time. We got to end the show at eleven. We don't got to run over. I don't want to waste right. time. We got talking. we got Temptation Island to watch yeah. right afterwards. I got Temptation Island <laughs> to watch exactly. So you see, right. you just. He's like, there's probably, the there's probably some idiot at home that's just waiting for Temptation Island. So we got to hurry up the show. That's right, man. Good on you, Ambrose. All right. Spe- but, speaking of Ambrose, I want to yeah. see Ambrose versus Nia Jax in a little intergender wrestling action. Oh, Let's make this it happen. One, this one's going to kill me, man, because I, I tweeted it, uh, tweeted it and posted it on Instagram that, uh, you know, a local advertisement in Jonesboro, Jonesboro, Alabama. Wow, I'm really ignorant. Sorry. Um, said that Nia Jax was going to face Dean Ambrose, and me and Brandon are, are excited as hell. We're like, "Holy crap! We're getting intergender wrestling." We talked about it on last week's episode. How prophetic! Like we are going to have this match. So cool. And then we get the announcement that it's pulled, and then we get more that. A sponsor might have had a problem with it. So how do we feel about that, Brandon? Boo. Boo is very lame. You know, we're looking for some intergender action. That's what I'm looking for. But you see, the problem is it's, it'd be different if it was like Alexa Bliss versus Dean Ambrose, but it's like freaking Nia Jax. Nia Jax could kill like most of the men on yeah. the roster. And so it's like, Isn't this is like nice bigger than match. Dean Ambrose. Not bigger, like maybe like, you know. She, she looks more jacked. She Nia jacked, yeah. but she might be more jacked. But she's definitely not taller. Dean Ambrose is deceptively tall. He's like six foot four. Yeah. But man, this was going to be a cool match, and I, I was excited, you know, to kind of test the waters with it. And then this is the problem with I, I have right now when we get a little bit of Attitude Era coming back. It's always taken away from us because the landscape's different now. Whether it be sponsors or just the the fans are fickle, it's it sucks. Yeah, I'm a little disappointed this isn't happening, but maybe maybe they're just teasing it. Maybe it'll come back around later. We'll see what's going on. I sure hope so. And um, you know, we do probably need to wrap this up a little bit. I want to get right into our um, trivia section. But a couple more things I wanted to talk about, definitely. Uh, the women's tag team titles. I'm actually really hyped for that match, Brandon. For the Elimination Chamber? Yeah. the eliminate. It's an Elimination Chamber, which is going to be awesome. But it's going to be a complete fucking car wreck. And I mean that like in the best way possible. It will absolutely be a car wreck. Because normally the Chamber is a car wreck. But you have tag teams in there now. And they're all vying for the... You know, I don't want to say the first because technically it's the return of the women's tag team titles, but the first in this lineage. Um, and 
they're going to want to step up their game. It's an elimination chamber, and it's for the first crowning of these champions. So I, I think this is your main event. You know, I'm conflicted. I'm conflicted. Uh, originally, I wanted to say that but I think Drew asked me that last week's episode. And I said, I want the WWE title to main event just because it's the WWE title. It hasn't main evented in a while. We know the women are going to main event at Mania. Mm -hmm. So at least have the men main event this pay-per-view. But I agree with you. I think this match deserves to be the last match at this point because I, I'm anticipating it a lot. Well, not to say I don't anticipate the WWE title. We'll get into that in a second. Um, but this this should be a really, really good match. Who do you think is coming out on top of this one? You know what? I, I felt like everything was sort of leaning toward um, it was the, uh, the hugger and the boss. I thought it was sort of leaning towards that. But now that they, they're doing this angle with uh, the boss being injured, nah, I'm not sure. Sasha's cleared, by on. the way. Just yeah. for the record, Sasha is okay. cleared. So she will be at the Rumble. The Rumble. Jesus, I have the Royal Rumble <laughs> the on my Rumble. mind, Brandon. <laughs> uh, she will be at the Elimination Chamber. Right. And um, that's a good thing. But to me, again, and I said this last week, but I think a heel needs to win this. So, so I'm actually pushing, and I hate to say it, but I'm pushing for either Nia, Nia, yeah, Nia yes. Tamina or the Riot Squad. And I think the reason I'm pushing for the Riot Squad is the dynamic of having the three title holders would be really cool for your first women's tag team champions because then they can kind of keep it where they're kind of cheating and doing different members and it keeps it fresh. I think... I would like to see that. And then ultimately on the grandest stage of them all, then we see Sasha and Bailey win the tag team titles. Uh, yeah, I dig that. The only other situation that I'm accepting of is if Bailey and Sasha win the titles at the Elimination Chamber and then Trish Stratus and Lita challenge at WrestleMania. That's the only other scenario I'm okay with. Of course, we know Brandon. I was gonna say, of course, Brandon's okay with that, but for entirely different reasons. <laughs> <laughs> Look, as long as we're all okay with it, it doesn't matter really why we're okay with it. Well, speaking of Brandon being wrong and his opinions not mattering, so last week, Brandon said when we were talking about being the new day, Brandon's exact words, uh, I'll be the jobber Kofi. You called <laughs> Kofi Kingston. You called Kofi Kingston a jobber. It was a Freudian slip. I have a theory that whoever you like, like, you know, have you listened to Edge and Christian's podcast? No, what did they say on the other part on their podcast? So they call themselves the rocket, the rocket strappers. So what they uh, mean by that is everybody that they say this guy will do good or this girl will do good. <laughs> they get hot shotted into a storyline. Okay. Yeah. They get hot shotted and they become something bigger. I'm gonna call you the rocket stopper because you're yeah. like you literally whoever you like doesn't win, and whoever you hate all of a sudden just goes straight to the moon. So we had a situation where good thing. you said Drew McIntyre and all his they has a hundred percent chance of winning the rumble. He didn't win. Seth Rollins has zero percent chance, he won the rumble. Now we see you literally said Kofi Kingston is a jobber. And Kofi 
is the most talked about guy in the WWE right yeah. now. So oh, yeah, don't forget uh, our truth. <laughs> yeah, right. Let's not forget about our truth. You were like, our truth has 0% chance of winning the United States title. <laughs> Vince 100% won. Through my freaking phone. They're spying think, on me. I think Renee Young is listening to this podcast because Drew called Seth Rollins the Beast Slayer, and then Renee Young called him the Beast Slayer. And then later on in the night, she says, don't sleep on Tamina. Uh, which she's taking our sayings, Brandon. We're say we say don't sleep on people. That's right. Brandon, Renee, who should yeah. we sleep on? Oh, oh man, there's so many people I'd like to sleep on. Uh I'm thinking about it, but I mean Renee Young. If you're listening to the podcast, we need to know, you know? Right. I mean, throw throw a little subliminal out there on commentary <laughs> next episode. You know, maybe a little catchphrase here or there just to let us know. Right. Maybe chug a bottle of water and we'll understand that you're watching. Yeah. <laughs> a little sweet water, maybe do a little cue sign or something. Right, right. But anyway, um, going back to Kofi Kingston, I mean, we had an unfortunate situation. And the situation was that Mustafa Ali was not going to be in this rumble. We'd heard smatterings of it, we'd heard rumors. Um, we're all wondering who's going to replace him. And admittedly, when they announced one of the members of the New Day would replace him, the last person I wanted in there was Kofi. And it's not because of anything against him. It's because, like, I didn't, I didn't like that they would just keep jobbing him out, I guess is the way to say it. And so I was, I was upset. Um, they throw Kofi in there, and I was like, ah, it should have been like Big E. Like, give Big E a chance. But at the same time, I understood you replaced the athletic guy with athletic guy. Now, what I will say is that it upset me in one way. Before I get into Kofi, it upset me in one way to know that everything Kofi did on SmackDown was meant for Mustafa Ali. Mm. Because I think... It, he would have been a made man like that would have just skyrocketed him um brandon go ahead and say mustafa ali has zero percent chance so that <laughs> mustafa can... ali has zero percent chance of winning the elimination chamber match <laughs> right so now mustafa ali is winning he's coming back in the, the match and he's gonna win but that being said um it upset me that he couldn't get this but at the same time oh my god like I felt it like in my bones. I'm like, man, Kofi deserved that moment so much. Like he wrestled an hour. He wrestled like a whole, the whole last hour of SmackDown pretty much got through almost everybody got through almost everybody. And in the most heartfelt moment, like I'm talking about, like, I know it's fake, but at the same time, the emotion was real was when he was attacked um, and he's laying outside of the ring and AJ Styles comes out for his portion. And AJ uh, basically is like, you don't have to do this, brother. You don't have to do this. And Kofi's like throwing his arms off and he's pushing him. And he's like, I've waited too long for this moment. It's been 11 years, 11 years. And then he's like pie face him. He's like, fight me. And like, again, I know this stuff isn't real, but in that moment, I was just like, come on, Kofi, like, come on win this thing. Wonderful Black and History then, Month. That's what I'm saying. 
Right. <laughs> yeah. I mean, but you know, the fact that he's been around 11 years and it's just like to be on top of your game, the way he is still and had to, to not have won a world title at this point is criminal. So it's to the point where I don't know what their plans for the WWE title are, but I think a lot of us would be kind of happy if they got changed to Kofi Kingston challenging for the title at WrestleMania. I don't know about you. <sighs> Dang. Um, do you think he should win it? You really think he should yes. have a run with the title? Yes. I mean, it's to the point where he reinvigorated that fandom in me last night that was like, it's almost an intangible, man. It's just like he was that underdog last night that I like had to see win. And you lose yourself in that match. Like for an hour, I forgot that wrestling wasn't real. Like for an hour, all I was thinking about was Kofi Kingston winning this match, you know, ultimately going on to the chamber and winning the title. And it's like it's like one of those things where on paper you know Kofi's not winning, right? At mm-hmm. the elimination chamber. Like all signs point to no. But he did he did such a good job that you were like, well, maybe. Maybe maybe they will give him the title because it's to the point where every fan believes in him. Right. And so yeah, now I mean, change. yeah, I was just okay. saying. I I mean, there aren't that many other people. I think you can have sort of legitimately challenge for that title right now, other right. than probably maybe Kofi, um, Orton. Right. Uh, and so I'm saying maybe I, I, uh, Samoa Joe. I mean, other than that, right. I, I don't, I don't know. And those are all heels you just mentioned. So yeah. I mean, you know, we have a really credible baby face right now that could possibly challenge. That's what I'm saying. Like, I don't know what the plans are. I don't know if they're bringing Bray Wyatt back to be on SmackDown challenge for the title. I don't know what they were going to do. But you have a very, very plausible situation with saying, you know what? Let's listen to the crowd and throw Kofi in the main event of WrestleMania. Uh, and challenge for the WWE title because, again, it's just to the point where, like, this guy cannot go the rest of his career and not have won the title. And we've, you know, we've discussed it. We've we've talked about the first black world champion. And now, you know, there's asterisk next to everybody's name. But we've never had someone who is black win the WWE title. And for it to be Kofi would be so cool, man, because I don't, I th- we're already going to celebrate it, much less the fact that, like, what would that do for the black community, you know? Now, just to get this straight, because I kind of get the title and images mixed up. Um, wait, didn't sort of Booker win this? No, because this is this title is sort of a combination nope. of... Nope, Booker right, won right, the yeah. World Heavyweight title. Yeah, yeah, so. right, right, yeah. Wow. So, I mean, we've... Go listen back to our episode. We have a full discussion on this, Brandon. What the hell? I don't remember <laughs> what episode it is, but <laughs> it's back there somewhere. Someone will find it. All right, guys. So I think we'll cut it short on the wrestling talk there. I think we should probably get into our K Minute with Kenny section. Brandon, do you have a song prepared for this uh for this trivia contest? K it with Kenny. That's me. All right. So this is why I need an assistant, you know. So I could have come on, they could have done a little jig, filled in the space. And they could have done it like 
just <laughs> danced while you're trying to figure it out. Yeah, and they're gonna hand me the paper with the questions. I've been ready to go, more professional. We'll see. I'll try to try to get through this as best once again, can. guys. We are looking for an assistant for Brandon. So go ahead on our Instagram at a Kenny for your thoughts podcast, hit email and apply to be Brandon's assistant. That's right. Brock Lesnar guy. You can apply to Brock Lesnar guy. Wouldn't want to be your assistant. He'd be like, no, it's my show. I, I want to be the host. You know, I want to, I need to find my place in, in the podcast business. I'd be all right with it. I'm no, I know you would, but like I'd lose every listener I had after his condescending ass came on. <laughs> all right. Let me hit you with one of these stump questions, Father Kenny. All right. So, question number one, guys. Here we go. Okay. I guess this is Jack St. Jean. Okay. At which PPV, I guess that's pay per view show. Was it when John Cena won his first ever World Heavyweight Championship? And who did he defeat to win it? Okay, so it said World Heavyweight Championship, right? Not WWE Championship. Right, right. World Heavyweight okay. Championship. Because I was going to say, I don't know if that was a trick question. Because um, just in case it is a trick question, his first world title in general was uh, WrestleMania 21 in 2005, and he beat JBL. If it is not a trick question, um, and you're referring to the world heavyweight title, that's going to be uh, Survivor Series 2008 against Chris Jericho. I challenge any fool out there to correct this man. (laughs) He knows the stuff. I asked people to post the answers, so did he post an answer to that? Because I haven't looked at that post since I put it up. I don't know yet. I gotta find it. If I had an assistant, <laughs> we would have had this. <laughs> but you know what? We're gonna leave it to the internets. You know what, internet? Call me out. You're gonna call be my temporary, wrong, yeah, assistant for tonight. And you're gonna call out Kenny for every question he gets wrong. All right, moving on here. Oh, we got a question here from. Uh, Oh wait, wait, wait! Oh, how how about this one? This is kind. This is kind of weird. Uh, from J Boyd, two fifty. At what date and time did CM Punk get fired? That's a weird one, but uh, I know he got fired on his wedding day. Ouch! And if I remember correctly. It was mid-June 2014. I don't know the exact date, so it's either the 13th, the 14th, or the 15th. Probably somewhere around there, but I remember, if I remember correctly, mid-June 2014. All righty. Oh, I got got a question from uh, a jockey full of bourbon. That bastard. (laughs) (laughs) Who's better than Canyon? Nobody. Nobody's better than nobody's better than Canyon. That's the correct answer to that question. <laughs> the uh, Alliance yeah. MVP. <laughs> man, Canyon's the man. Canyon gets slept on. Don't sleep on Canyon. 
Go back and watch his stuff on the network because Canyon was amazing. When he did his positively Canyon character and he was just diamond cutting everybody and then he was like, like going up to the camera. It was amazing. Like there was a shot where like the guy was outside of the arena and he's just like walking and then Canyon, it's like a far shot. So it's like little tiny like this and Canyon just runs out and diamond cuts him and goes like, <laughs> it's like out of nowhere and it's hilarious. Nobody. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> we have one here from Flashback Wrestling. I love you, Wesley. Thanks, thanks for all your support, man. Behind the scenes that nobody sees. <laughs> uh, who held the record for most icy title reigns before Chris Jericho? Oh, this is a tough one. That's one I'm. Okay, what's the current standings? Because I know the current standing is Chris Jericho, and then the Miz is right after him. But the only reason I'm not saying him is is because he said before Chris Jericho. So Chris Jericho didn't win that record title until like 2009, I want to say. So it had to be before 2009. If I had to guess, I would say Rob Van Dam. Because the other names I want to say are The Miz and Dolph Ziggler, but they come post-Jericho. So again, if we're talking about the time period, I'm gonna say Rob Van Dam. Mm. <laughs> I got one from uh, Slam Hub Wrestling. Okay, he was Opinion. just on our Instagram live. <laughs> oh, very nice. Opinion is Bullet Club not cool anymore? And he just asked me that question too, which is funny. He asked me that on Instagram live. Oh um, my bad! I just I was no. Uh, it's I don't like the Bullet Club anymore because I think the concept's dead. We we're on our what fourth or fifth leader, um, and as I wear an elite T-shirt, you see this a Young Buck shirt, I should say. Um, I like Jay White. Uh, shout out to him, by the way. He just won the IWGP Heavyweight Championship. He's the 68th IWGP champion. Um, came out of nowhere. Him beating Tanahashi, so awesome, awesome stuff. But again, it's like we talked about it on Wesley's podcast, uh, the 2018 review. So check that out if you haven't already. Um, actually posted that on our YouTube. So youtube.com slash Kenny for your thoughts. You can listen to that episode. Um, we talked about it. It's just like if Jay White's the leader, I think we realize that the elite and all the people who were good in the Bullet Club have stepped down. Uh, that's just our opinion. That's our hot take. Take that how you will. But at the same time, I'm excited to see Jay White and what he brings to the Bullet Club right now, especially after winning the IWGP Heavyweight Championship. Oh, here we go. This is this is really a good question. I'm glad uh, Wrestle Nation asked this question. Uh, Tessa was suspended first on Impact. Now Becky is suspended on Raw. How do you feel about that? You know, that's a very good question, Nation, because people are sleeping on the impact. <laughs> not only does it, not only does the we steal their talent, they steal their storylines as well. Right. When was the last time you watched Impact? You know what? That's not the question. The question is. <laughs> so. I don't because I don't I haven't watched Impact myself, so I'm not really fit to answer that question. But at the same time, I don't think you need to compare them at all. Um 
Impact is not really a big company anymore, fortunately. And I don't think this is a scenario. People get suspended all the time. You know how many suspension storylines I could name off the top of my head? So just because a woman got suspended and Tessa Blanchard doesn't mean another woman and Becky Lynch getting suspended means that it's a copied storyline. People get suspended all the time, all the time for the sake of storyline. So I don't think it's a fair comparison, in my opinion. Oh, a uh, little shout out from uh, Keyshawn. Says, <laughs> telling you all now, no one can stump Ken. He's the goat of in WWE trivia. How about that? Yeah, WWE trivia being the key word there. Uh, <laughs> oh, we got a Thanks, quick Keyshawn. one. Yeah. <laughs> Shout out to Keyshawn. Oh, here we go. Ant Dogs. Oh, no. How many theme variations <laughs> does Undertaker have? <laughs> oh, you know why? That's funny because we used to have, uh, I've said this on the podcast before, we used to be part of like a theming community. Undertaker has had so many variations of his th- uh, theme song. There is literally no official record because it depends on how you count it. Some people count extra gongs. Some people count this thunder in one theme and th- not no thunder in another. So, I mean, it, it depends. It could be anywhere from 24 to like 27, believe it or not, um, including this song that he used one night right before Unforgiven 2002 which became the No Mercy theme song. So there's a little trivia for you right there. He used that song one time. Uh, became the, the No Mercy 2002 theme song. Uh, but yeah, that's a trick question, man. There's like 20-some-odd God themes. At this point, probably 30. Rudy Majid says, What cable cousin. channel <laughs> was WWF on in the late 90s? Then... What channel was WWE on by 2009? See, it's the same channel, but I'll give the in-between just in case to fully answer the question. Uh, In 99, they were on the USA Network, which was channel 23 in New York for you New Yorkers out there, uh, including Rudy, who lived in New York at the time, too. Um, Still does. So uh, USA Network, by the early 2000s, they had gone to TNN, uh, which became Spike TV. And then by 2005, they actually went back to USA Network, which they're on currently. Um, USA Network is pretty cool. The last episode on Spike TV, uh, they kept saying, like, find us on the USA Network. What they didn't realize at first was Spike TV was censoring every time they said the USA Network, like out of spite. And once WWE caught wind of this, they had every performer say USA network as many times as humanly possible. And like, it was literally like, if you want to see you, you want to see us fight next week on the USA network. When you see us fight on the USA network, we'll be out there because the USA network, like it was to the point where like, it was just ad nauseum. And I think uh, JR and the King at one point, were just like USA network guys, we're going to the USA network King. Where are we going to be next week? The USA network. Like, so (laughs) Yeah, it was it was just some funny banter to watch live. I because I don't think it's like that on the network, obviously, which I should go back and watch that now I think about it. Um, but yeah, it was hilarious to watch at the time. All right, this July, one pal. this one might be a stumper right here. Okay. Through the table says who are the only gaijins to win the IWGP heavyweight title? 
that's that's a stumper because I'm not as well versed in New Japan. So Keyshawn's right, which is don't sleep on my WWE trivia knowledge. But uh, we could probably sleep on my New Japan uh, knowledge. Well, um, answer here. Wait, oh, wait, wait. You got, oh, you got it? No, I, got, uh, I got at least a couple. Oh, snap. Oh, snap. Brock Lesnar. AJ Styles. Those are two obvious ones because I remember them mentioning it on WWE TV. Okay. So Ganjin are basically non-Japanese people, guys. So that's where my brain's going right now. Oh, Vader. Definitely Vader. So it's three. Can you at least give me the number of people it is so I can... Uh, Yeah, hold on. Assuming that they've given you the answer? Yeah. It looks like eight. Okay. And you've already named... Uh... Three. Well, yeah. if I don't know if he's on there, but the current... IWGP champion tech. I don't know when they posted this, but technically he's Ganjin, so that's Jay White. So I'm going to put him on that list. Um, assuming that they're current. Yeah. Um. Oh, a funny one actually, because one of my friends ribs me about it. We both hate him. Uh, it's Bob Sap, because Bob <laughs> Sap for some reason was really big in Japan, and we never understood why. Like he even had like a parody. If I can find a picture, I'll post it right here. He even had a freaking thriller, uh, thriller variation cover of an album that said it's sap time and it was him laying on the ground. Uh, it's horrible. Um, <laughs> okay, so I got five. Oh, Kenny Omega. Kenny Omega, definitely. He's Canadian. Um, in the 90s, I want to say. Got Flash Norton. Damn, this guy. So that's correct. I'm assuming based <laughs> off what you said. Um, I, I can't get that eighth. David Arquette. <laughs> <laughs> Not quite. Uh, Salmon. I I don't know who that is. I don't. I have no idea who that is. So Shimakov. <laughs> don't know who that is. So hey, I would have never. You did good, that. man. You did good. You did damn good. This guy. Don't try to stump a Kenny. <laughs> I mean, technically they did, right? I got. I didn't get that last one. You got. You got seven of them. <laughs> I tried. So, so that's pretty good. Oh, Donnie the Moose. What was the number on the back of Nails's? prison uniform oh my god i'm never gonna get this <laughs> um nails oh my god nails was awesome by the way if you haven't seen his promos go search them on youtube because they use this really creepy voice altering thing so he's talking and it's like really deep so it's like boss man you want to step to nails no one can stop me no like it's very obviously fake but oh my god it's terrifying especially as a kid i was like three years old when nails came out but anyway i'm not skipping the question i'm seeing okay like i'm seeing him against boss bed right now and i'm seeing a nine as the first number and a zero 
as the second number, but that's it. Like, I don't know the rest of the numbers at all. I think it's a nine and a zero. Uh, so he's got, got the answer yeah. here is nine oh two seven one four. Well, I feel I feel better to have gotten the first two numbers. <laughs> <laughs> there was no way I was getting the rest. No way. Dungeon Master nineteen ninety six <laughs> says. Can I tell you without revealing who that is? You know that's my cousin, right? Like, he, and the reason he he got the Dungeon Master name is he got that from you, Brandon, because you used to create a character. And SmackDown vs. Raw 2007 called the Dungeon Master, and it was literally Brandon in like all this like whips and chains and assless chaps. So of course BDSM, he, you know, right? And so of course he basically stole that name from you. Like, geez. <laughs> and Dungeon Master says he's got the largest arms in the universe. <laughs> Who's got the largest arms in the world? Scott Steiner, Big Papa Pump is your hookup. <laughs> Big Bad Booty Daddy himself. <laughs> uh, I love that question. Who's got the large storms in the world? <laughs> oh, here you go. This one might be a good one. Okay. Uh, John Permal. Oh, Johnny Boy. He's going to be, uh, we're going to try to get him on the podcast pretty soon. Uh, it. Yeah, man. He's gone to like, every and any wrestling event man so i'm excited to hear some stories that he's got to talk about you know wrestlemanias especially but sorry go ahead yeah he says uh at the very first wrestlemania most wrestlers came out to no theme music however a few did what was the name of the very first theme song to play at wrestlemania the first oh my god that's like a just the way that's asked because i can like vividly remember hulk hogan coming out to like eye of the tiger which is edited on all the releases but that i know but that was the main event so there had to be one before i was gonna say the u.s express but they didn't have because technically you remember the u.s express uh real american hogan song was actually made for them so i don't know if they they used it no they didn't use it at wrestlemania one but then you have the only other match I can think that would involve theme music was because the rock and wrestling era was so big when they had, was it Leilani Kai versus Wendy Richter? Was it Leilani Kai? I don't even remember the match, but I, Wendy Richter was being accompanied by Cindy Lauper. So she definitely was using girls just want to have fun as her theme song at the time. So unless, unless there was one before the only one I can think of, because again, Hogan's was last. The only one I can think of was uh, Wendy Richter, which was that Cindy Lauper song. There you go. Look at this nerd. Was that correct? <laughs> yeah. It's got girls just want to have fun. See, I don't and know. I answer. don't know what they're putting as their as the answers because you you told me some people had answers on these and some people didn't. Yeah, there was. Yeah, gotta some people. You gotta let me know yeah, if they got some answers. Some people did it right. Yeah, that, there there you go. You, you you hit that one out of the park. Nice. nice. Oh, we got one from uh, Jack Pierce, thirty three. Who's the only superstar Oscar wasn't ready for? I guess I don't know how that's worded, but I would say Charlotte since she lost to Charlotte. I don't 
I don't know. Like, I don't know. <laughs> He's got Jeff what Hardy. Means? That's the answer. What's that mean? Jeff Hardy? That's a weird question. Someone, Jack Pierce. What was his screen name? Uh, yeah. Jack Pierce 33. Yeah, Jack Pierce 33. You're going to have to clarify that one for us. What you meant by Jeff Hardy. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, All right. Polinger 10. Three part question. When was the first ever Elimination Chamber match? Who won the match and who created the match? Oh, you, this is too easy. This is this was from New York. Remember, I lived in New York at the time. So this is Elimination Chamber. This was Survivor Series 2002. It was from the mind, because I remember the promo vividly. It was from the mind of Eric Bischoff. Two tons of steel. <laughs> Ten tons of, of chains. It was won by my favorite wrestler, the Heartbreak Kid, Shawn Michaels. He won the World Heavyweight Championship from Triple H in that match. Triple H got a crushed larynx from a botched five-star frog splash in that match from Rob Van Dam, obviously. And then Shawn Michaels, in his brown, unfinished tights, won the match to win his first World Heavyweight title, his first uh, heavyweight title in four years. So, too easy, Drew. Too easy. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> all right oh yeah very important question here okay from zendog multimedia you also know it's been said that the montreal screw job was the catalyst to turn the wwe around in the late 90s right. that being said how big is Batista's dick <laughs> I was sitting there intently listening, like, where is this question going? Like, we're talking about the country. Batista's dick is as big as my ego. Huge. Absolutely enormous. Brandon, you've seen Batista's dick. How big is it? You know what? I just couldn't handle it. It was so much (laughs) at one time. Right. (laughs) (laughs) all right we have i guess batista if you ever want to come on this podcast and answer that question of how big your dick is we're all inquiring minds yeah we want to know know. all right brandon we want to know how big your dick is too (laughs) i'm having some trouble guys we're gonna work on difficulties yeah technical difficulties (laughs) we're gonna figure it out somehow somehow. Uh, oh, so I guess uh, this looks like is this the last one? Alright, I think this is the last one. If I miss one, I apologize. We'll try to run it back. We'll try to get an assistant so that we yeah, don't Yeah, we'll any. get an assistant Yeah, to make sure we got things together. But here we go with, uh, I guess, G- DJ White. Uh-huh. Uh, he wore pink tights. He was new and anxious to be part of the team. The year was 2001 and territories were being invaded. He was funny because the guy tried so hard to fit in, ended up trying to make out the top guys backstage, but always met the wall instead. 
If you can name that superstar and what was written on his tights, you the man. That was Sean Stasiak because I remember when he, uh, The Rock would be interviewing or something. He's like, excuse The Rock for a second. And he takes a step back and then Sean Stasiak just ran right into the wall. Um, so it's definitely Sean Stasiak. Yeah, because he yeah. wore pink tights back then too. So yeah, 100%. He wore like these really bright pink tights. And yeah, that was his storyline. That being said, what was written on his tights? So this was before he was Planet Stasiak. So he was just coming off his WCW character. So he's probably wearing the same tights. So in WCW, he was called the Mecca of Manhood. And his tights real big used to say M-E-C-C-A, Mecca. So if I had to venture a guess, uh, I'm going to Google this right now. Just to make <laughs> Sean Stasiak, 2001. Google this. And boom, here's his pink tights. And they say Mecca. So yes. Yes. Exactly who I thought it was. Or I mean, granted, I don't know. Jay, answer that question for me. Is that who you were thinking of? <laughs> you got a couple more questions here. And these what are the... Where are these oh, from? Sorry. Are these friends texting you? Uh, you know what? I don't want to say because I don't want to tip this man off. Anyway, you got to keep it 100, all right? <laughs> okay, well, so basically you made these questions up yourself. <laughs> What belt was Ric Flair actually wearing when the WWF began centering what was implied to be the NWA slash WCW's big gold belt? It was an old tag team title that the WWF was censoring um, once Ric Flair gave back the big gold. Uh, so, yeah, he was he was definitely using an old tag team title. Who raised the briefcase at King in the Ring 1999? <laughs> that storyline has gone unanswered. So uh, we don't know. We don't know who raised it. <laughs> it could be the boss man. It could be a number of people. I don't know. So you have a trick question. <laughs> who held the original ECW World Heavyweight title and also a world title in the WWF slash WWE? Excluding WWE's ECW title. Okay, so they said that who held a ECW title or the ECW World Heavyweight title? Held the original ECW World Heavyweight title. I was going to say Rob Van Dam, but he never won the ECW title. See, it's, they're not counting WWE ECW, so they're not counting Rob Van Dam winning the title at One Night Stand 2006 then. I guess, right? I see sometimes guys you gotta clarify it. Sometimes we the way it's worded can kind of be weird. So you're saying a guy who won the original ECW world title and then a title in the WWE, or is it the WWE title? Uh, a a world title in the WWF WWE. Did anybody do that? I don't know. Because the only person I can safely say did that was Rob Van Dam. Because Shane Douglas didn't do that. 
Uh, Sandman didn't do that. Even if you go as far as like the first champion, which was Jimmy Snuka, didn't do that. Raven didn't do that. Terry Funk didn't do it. Sabu didn't do it. The only person, again, if you're looking for a answer, and again, I don't know if it counts or not, the only person I can think of is Rob Van Dam. But he won the WWE and the ECW title simultaneously at One Night Stand 2006. So hopefully that satisfy your answer. Craziness. Ooh, who ended Gilbert's streak? I have no idea. Ooh, that's that's the one that's gonna stump. that's gonna that's gonna be the one to stump me because I'm assuming they're being tongue in cheek and they're saying who and who did Gilbert defeat? Who ended the Gilbert streak? Yeah, yeah. It was what I'm saying because yeah. Gilbert had a losing streak, not a not a uh, winning streak. So it had to be someone that Gilbert defeated. Uh, don't know. I don't know, guys. That's that's the stumper right there. Uh, oh, how about this one? Which three partners did Bobby Roode win the tag team titles with in TNA Impact Wrestling? TNA. TNA. Which three partners did he win it with? Is yep. what you said, right? Yep. James, well, James Storm, obviously, beer money. Um, You said Bobby Roode specifically? Yeah. Crap, because I was going to... Which three naming... partners did Bobby Roode win the tag team titles with in TNA Impact Wrestling? Because I was going to... It's funny. I thought, for some reason, I thought you said James Storm. So I was about, I was uh, about to say Chris Harris. Uh-uh. Um. Okay, Austin Aries is definitely one of them because I remember one of our favorite tag teams, uh, me and uh, another friend, uh, was the Dirty Heels, which was Austin Aries and Bobby Roode. So definitely him. And then I guess it has to be a Team Canada person. So it's probably either A1 or no, it's probably Eric Young. Eric Young is probably the, the answer to that one because uh, he was in Team Canada. They were tag teaming at the time uh, in TNA. So if I had to guess, Eric Young, definitely James Storm and Austin Aries. Let's wrap it up. Oh. Well, we'll end it on uh, we'll end it on this question. It's not really a stumper, but uh, what are your favorite examples of pro wrestling belt designs? Um, so my favorite of all time is the winged eagle. Let's throw it up on the side there if you're watching the video version. Um, the WWF winged eagle. I don't know if it's just because my favorites won it. That being like Bret Hart and Shawn Michaels, uh, but I love that title. It looked really regal. Um, I love the original Intercontinental title with the white strap, which, hint, hint, that's the current title. They brought it back. Um, I'm really digging the women's tag team titles. Um, And then again, I think everybody will say this one too, which was a really big fan of the big gold, the WCW belt. It's just all gold. It looks really, really, uh, I don't want to say gaudy, but it's just an amazing looking title. Brandon, what's your favorite title? Oh, definitely the hardcore title. 
because Hard- it was the only championship that Hardcore Ollie won. Damn right. Well, he won the tag team championship, so that goes to show you how much you know about Hardcore Holly. <laughs> who, it was just by a the great way, belt. All right. It's cool. By belt. the way, celebrated his 94th birthday last week. Remember that? Oh, wow. Yeah. <laughs> Wait, that's not right. No, it is. It's correct. I did my Hardcore reason. belt is definitely one of my favorite titles. All right, Brandon, unless you have any more questions, I guess that will do it. For Net with Kenny 2, uh, guys, if you heard any wrong answers, feel free to email us or comment on our Instagram and say, Kenny, you're a fucktard. And That's I'll be sure to respond to you with this emoji. So, Brandon, <laughs> uh, yeah. before we go off air, I did want to say uh, rest in peace to a true legend in the business, Pedro Morales. Uh, he passed away. Um just yesterday, actually, today is Wednesday, so he passed away on Tuesday. Um, Pedro Morales was a really big star for the Latino community, uh, for Puerto Ricans in general, uh, specifically, I should say. And uh, he was one of the long, he was actually the longest reigning intercontinental champion if you're combining all the reigns. And then uh, he's actually one of the longest reigning uh, WWWF heavyweight champions so rest in peace pedro morales he's right up there with bruno san martino guys um so if you don't know who that is go check out some of his work on the network nobody did the baby face comeback as good as pedro morales brandon go check him out on the network i know you don't even know who he is i'll check him out hey it's smartened up smartened up find your place in the business brandon that's right brack lesnar guy let's get smartened up together so, guys, I want to thank you for listening to episode 22. Please uh, go subscribe to us on Apple Podcasts. Give us a five-star rating and review. Go check us out on any of your f- uh, favorite platforms. We're on Google Play Music, Spotify, SoundCloud, Stitcher. Um, we're on, Brandon, what do you use? Alta Vista, some torrent website. We're on there probably somewhere. Some Russian teenager is probably <laughs> tacking our episodes as we speak. And then um, not only that, but yep. we are definitely, guys, I want to emphasize we are on YouTube. Um, we're up to 500, I think, 80 subscribers right now on YouTube. Please help us get to 1,000. That is our goal. At 1,000, we get to make a little scratch off of this thing. And then maybe I can start paying Brandon uh, for a co-host. Maybe I can we can afford this, Brandon. Hey, download that tour. Get us on IRC. <laughs> That's that's not going to help us with YouTube subscribers. But anyway, this is why I never throw to Brandon, guys. So get us up to a thousand. That way we can get some scratch. Maybe help feed our families. Help feed Brandon's cats because that's what he has. Um, you know, we're we're li- literally guys. We're eating peanut butter and jelly every day. Help us. Hell, I don't even have any jelly. I just eat peanut butter. <laughs> He's just eating peanut butter, guys. You gotta help this guy out. He's sitting there with a bottle of peanut butter in his bedroom. His mother's wondering why there's a big hole in the middle of it. <laughs> oh, I'm going to have to edit that out. But anyway. <laughs> anyway, it feels guys. so nice, you know. Right. <laughs> so smooth and creamy. But anyway, guys, I did want to thank you for listening to episode 22 of the Kenny for Your Thoughts podcast. Brandon, anything you want to say about wrestling before we go off or do you want to say that someone's going to be a jobber that way next week they win the world heavyweight title (laughs) 
I think Baron Corbin is going to be a jobber. How about that? And he's the icy champion. Take care, Prove guys. Prove me wrong, Vince. Prove me Apollo wrong. Crews, damn it. We come for you. We come for you, nigga. <laughs> We're out. Can he follow your thoughts?